Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I got this DM yesterday saying that somebody stopped listening to this podcast. And the reasoning hit home. They said, I helped them. They said that this podcast got them out of their phase of needing help and that they were strong enough to move forward and laugh and giggle and listen to happier things. And that's why this podcast is called The Happy Times. It's not because everything that we talk about is uplifting and and happy-go-lucky. It's because I want to get you to a happier time. And to get there, we have to talk about all the struggles that we face. And one of them for you might be anxiety. I know it is one for me. So if you're here for that reason, then I think you're in the right place. And if you enjoy listening to this podcast, or even if it's your first time, please leave a rating on Spotify. I would love to see 5,000 ratings. I think we're at like 3.1K. It would just be amazing to see that number go up and see how many people are listening. Because that's the one thing I don't like about podcasts, is there's no platform to comment on. I can't see how you are actually enjoying, and I can't see the people who are listening. And I, I want to be more connected with you all, especially when we talk about personal topics like anxiety. So if you are feeling anxious, you have made it to the right place. Today we're going to be talking about, you know, <laughs> anxiety. But what I am not here to tell you is what anxiety is and how to solve it. Now, <laughs> I say that and you probably feel a little um, blindsided. Anxiety is different for every single one of us. Now, I could sit here and I could read you the definition of how anxiety is about our future issues and problems that we create in our mind and blah, 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 blah. But it's different for every single one of us. And how to solve it? Well, anxiety isn't something you solve. And to be honest with you, I'm not your therapist. I'm your friend. And I'm here to support you. I'm here to listen to you. I'm here to have a conversation with you. But I am not here to tell you what it is how you should solve it, bing, bang, boom, it's all good. Anxiety is something that we cope with. It's something that we learn to live with, and it's something that I've made my best friend. I remember my first ever anxiety attack. I was in grade nine, I believe, and I had to give a presentation on, oh gosh, what was it? Um, it was about marriages and like religion class, and it was something that I was not passionate about. I didn't, I don't know, it, it was just not something that I really wanted to do in, in high school. I wanted to play sports, I wanted to do gym class and not talk about something that I wasn't a part of. And I had to give this this presentation with my, with my best friend. And I walked in and my throat closed completely. And I looked over at my best friend and I was like, Bree, like I just, you can't, I just <laughs> did like sign language. Uh, you can't see. I pointed at my throat 
And I was just like mouthing, like, I can't talk. I can't, I can't open up my mouth and I don't know what's going on. And she was like, okay, I'll go talk to the teacher. And the teacher brought me outside of class and she was like, Joey, you're having an anxiety attack. It's panic attack. And I was like, I, what is that? I don't know what that is. And she's like, come back during lunch. And I was able to do my presentation during then with no one around. And I was able to do that. And I don't know what this was. I mean, I was a sh- I grew up a shy kid. So I definitely knew that I wasn't that excited to do any presentation. I wasn't excited to be in front of a class full of people that, you know, I <laughs> am terrified of. And that was the first time I ever learned about anxiety. And that was the first time it stuck with me as well. The next presentation that came around and the next one after that and the next one after that. And I could not shake this. And again, even though I knew it was an anxiety attack, I didn't know what that was. I didn't know what it was doing to my body. I thought I was dying. I thought I couldn't breathe. I thought I needed to call the hospital. I thought all of these things. But I'm happy to say I'm 26 now. And I've learned to live with my anxiety. I've learned to be its best friend. I've learned to listen to it. And because a lot of people might think that anxiety is something that they need to stop. And granted, I was there too. I thought, okay, this is horrible. I just want this to come to an end. But then I quickly figured out that that's not something that happens. Coming to an end isn't something that's in the vocabulary of anxiety. However, learning to cope with it is. Right? So in this podcast, I'm going to tell you, you know, how I feel. How I have battled through my anxiety. And I hope it leaves you feeling hopeful and more importantly, not alone. Because when we're going through something like this, we're going through something that's so personal, the hardest thing about it is that we don't feel that we have anybody who we can relate to that's going to understand when we explain. Because, you know, when we're sad or we're going through something that's really tough, the hardest thing ever is trying to explain that to somebody that, you know, we already know isn't going to understand it. Anxiety is a lot more talked about now. It's, it's very well known. And it is something that a lot of people feel themselves. And, you know, now they're being educated on that and they're able to, you know, kind of self-diagnose that they're loosely self-diagnose loosely that they're feeling some type of anxiety. And so let's just jump right into it. Here are the three tips that I, that helped me during my anxiety. One, drink water. (laughs) When I, had my first anxiety attack in grade nine, I went to every single class afterwards with a water bottle. And I, I specifically, okay, you're going to hate me. Everyone in the world is going to hate me. I specifically liked like plastic water bottles. I liked the crush of it. I liked the feel of it. I liked how I could peel the label. I liked how I could twist the cap off when I was feeling a little anxious. And I liked how it felt to get in my lips. So I would go to every single class with a water bottle in my back pocket because it fit. Now, for <laughs> that was just because boys' jeans were just really baggy, but it, it fit perfectly, and I have done that ever since. I would always carry a water bottle with me because think about this. Whenever we're feeling anxious, what, what, is, what is happening? What is really going through our minds? Everything. Everything is racing through our minds, trying to get to the next thought, to the next thought, trying to predict this future that might not even happen, this moment in time that we're not even at yet. And so when I take this water bottle in my back pocket, you know, I twisted off the lid and I took a sip of water. All I could think about was, you know, swallowing that water. And what that did is it gave me a time to think it, it, it solved my, you know, dry mouth, but it also gave me a moment. I couldn't talk. 
I didn't, I didn't think anymore. I just thought, okay, let's not look like a fool. Let's sip this water. And it gave me a moment. And so whenever, ever, ever I'm feeling anxious, I take a sip of water and it gives me that second, that small little moment just to be who I am and be where I am and breathe. And I think it's going to help you too. And I know it's such a small little thing. But just always have water on you. It's the greatest gift that life has ever given us. So going on to tip number two. I hold my left index finger. (laughs) Yep. I hold my finger like a baby. Isn't that cute? Right? As babies, you know, we would read it. I mean, we. We're all babies once. We reached out and we grabbed, we grabbed, uh, a finger and we held held on as tight as we could and so when I'm feeling anxious what I like to do is I put my hands on my lap and I hold my index finger I take my whole right hand and I put it over my left index finger I don't I don't really squeeze I just kind of like hold it and I know there's some scientific reason for it um, I don't remember I saw it once and I was feeling anxious and I didn't, I didn't, I don't remember all of the, the reasons and the facts that it, that it gave me. I just, I did it and it, and it worked. And that's the greatest thing about any of this is that if it works, you hold on to it. And for me, that was holding on to my finger. Whenever I felt anxious, I'd take my, take a sip of water. And then once I'm done my water and I'm still feeling anxious, I grab it on my finger. And for some reason, it just like calms everything down. It, it, it brings me back and I use that in combo with tip number three, breathing. So while holding my finger, I focus on my breathing. Now I like to do this thing called, I, I don't know if this is the official term, but I like to call it chamber breathing. And so if you've ever heard of belly breathing, belly breathing really helps me. Belly breathing alone is very, very good where you simply just breathe in through your stomach. You, you literally watch your stomach expand. Because a lot of times we breathe through our chest, right? We can feel our chest go up and expand and then, and then go back, right? But think about it, breathing from your stomach, pushing your stomach out and then retracting it. Think about that and you'll be able to belly breathe and it's going to open up your back. It's going to make you feel very, very different. It's going to get you, you're going to be able to breathe deeper as well because there's more room in your belly. So with belly breathing, I was able to, you know, calm myself down because in order to fill my full belly, I needed to breathe really deeply. And when we're anxious, we're shortness of breath, which then gets us a yawn. And then we're not really yawning because we're tired. We're yawning because we're anxious. It's called the anxious yawn. It's the nervous yawn, right? And so then I take the belly breathing one step further and I call this chamber breathing. I breathe in through my belly and then I bring it up to my chest. So I expand my belly and then I expand my chest and then I breathe out and I decompress and going from each chamber from my stomach to my chest to my mouth, I'm able to feel and control my breathing. And if I I know in that moment, if I can control my breathing, I'm in a good spot. And so alongside drinking my water and holding my finger, (laughs) I'm able to breathe, which is a really, really helpful thing for me. Now, let's go on to the things to avoid that I knew I needed to avoid in order to help myself. Because a lot of us, you know, when we're feeling a certain type of way, 
we fall into routine. We fall into doing bad things just because it's convenient and it's inconvenient to help ourselves every now and then. So the number one thing that I avoid whenever I'm feeling anxious is caffeine. Yes, coffee, your morning aesthetic coffee. This Happy Times episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? I would use it to try and better understand myself. I find I sometimes get lost in not understanding how I'm feeling to the point where I'm not enjoying my moment. And that's where therapy comes into play. I think it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries because it empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists if you find you aren't fitting well at any time for no additional cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HappyTimes today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HappyTimes. Don't take it. Don't drink it. You're going to be okay. You might have a little headache. Whatever. Drink some water. Eat some food. Caffeine is, oh, it is not good for anxiety. It's not good for that dryness of mouth. You'll need more water, but caffeine will not help your anxiety. It is not a meal. What you need is protein and water. And I'm not saying go out and eat like a gym bro. I'm saying have an egg or have the vegan version of that. I'm blanking on it. (laughs) Have something with protein in it. You know, have healthy fats like an avocado and, and, and stuff like that and, and drink your water. Start, it doesn't mean you can't have caffeine throughout the day. I'm just saying don't start with caffeine. If you wake up anxious and you solve it with something that's going to make you more anxious, what caffeine's just going to make you energized to be more spontaneous with your thoughts, you know, that's not going to help. So switch that out with some protein and water and start your day with your body feeling right. And then you can transition to having caffeine later in the day. So I like to have my caffeine at around 10 to like 2 in the afternoon. And you shouldn't have caffeine after 2, so I like to do it a little bit sooner than that. But I don't need caffeine. I don't I don't need it. It's just something that I enjoy the taste of, and that's the only reason why I drink it. But do not start your day feeling anxious with something that's going to make you more anxious. Right? Okay, number two. Your phone. Your phone is a gift and a curse, Right? Okay, so when we're feeling anxious, the number one thing that you've probably heard is distraction, is to get your mind thinking about something else. And that's great, but your phone is not the distraction. It is not physical. Even though it is a physical thing, it is not a physical distraction. It's more mental. It's taking all of that dopamine that you've ever needed in your life and it's putting it in this friggin' device. Physical distraction is way better than your phone. When you're feeling anxious, put your phone away. It will not help you. Maybe you needed it to listen to this podcast. That's great, but then put it away. Maybe you needed to put on some music, then put it away. Your phone will not help your anxiety. And I'm not bashing you. That's just the way it is. Okay, now going on to number three. Staying up late. Lack of sleep. It's awful. It's awful. It's awful, awful, awful. And I know lack of sleep is something that we you know, can't all control. And there's different ways to get a better sleep. And because I'm not a therapist and I'm not licensed, I'm going to give you my version of a good sleep. This is how I get a good sleep. 
it's all about the day before. You know, here are the things that I focus on doing. I focus on drinking my water. I focus on getting exercise to make sure that my body is naturally tired. It's not stressed out tired. It's physically tired. I think it's very important to move your body. And number three, I get the right amount of protein. I get the right amount of food. Our body needs fuel to function. And you've heard it all, calorie deficit, everything like that. If you're just trying to make it through a day, you don't need to be in a caloric deficit. You need the fuel and good fuel, good healthy fuel, apples, fruits, apple is a fruit, (laughs) fiber, protein, fats. You need this in order to move forward. You know, it's, it's not found at these fast food chains. If that's what you can afford, I'm sure there's healthier options there as well. But it's found just in the food that we pick up off the ground. I, I'm not a huge energy guy, but, you know, when you pick up an apple or when you pick up a potato or, you know, an avocado, those are something that you can really feel the energy through it. And it's going to go and it's going to translate in your body to being a little bit happier your body's going to be happier and then you're going to have more energy to then move your body and then your body's going to be a little dehydrated then you're going to have more um, capability to drink that water and then you're going to be hydrated and then when you sleep you're going to be hydrated you're going to be well rested you're going to be your body's going to need that rest because it's been you know physically damaged let's say and you're going to wake up and you're going to feel a lot more fulfilled so there's a lot of takeaways from this podcast there's a lot of moving parts And the hardest thing for me was thinking that I needed to do all of these things at once. You know, I needed to not drink caffeine and I needed to stay off my phone and I needed to stop staying up late. But then I also needed to drink water and hold my index finger and then learn how to breathe. And that was just too much. This took me six years to start feeling better. And I still feel anxious. I did a poetry reading of my own work, but in a crowd that I've never been in front of before in a crowd that didn't know my name, and I freaked out. I freaked out. It it was not a good thing for me. I messed up, and then I reverted back to myself, and I was like, okay, why don't we just read it? And I did amazing, right? So there's different ways that we can combat this, and I want you to know this, though. It doesn't go away. And it changes. As you change, your anxiety changes. But as you grow, you become stronger, and you are able to beat it. And using these little tips that I I told you today, I I really hope that, you know, they can help. I hope that it it provides you with just some comfort that you're not the only one fighting it. It might be yours. It might be yours solely, but you're not alone. Now, there's things that I haven't mentioned that I I, I feel like they work, right? So let's talk about those. I'll give you three more things that I haven't tried, but I heard work. Um, one is squeezing a lemon into your mouth, like lemon juice, because it shocks your body. And apparently that's, that's really good. Um, I never have a lemon on me or near me whenever I'm feeling anxious. But if you do say you live in California or Italy, and there's always a lemon tree near you, go for it, grab that lemon, squeeze it. Um, it's or get a lemon concentrate. It's just not, nothing that I ever have. And I also hear like salt packets work. Um, that's just never something that I have on me and it also sounds a little gross to me but if it works for you that's amazing that is amazing i am not trying to downplay this i laugh at this because it didn't work for me um even though i haven't tried the lemon one and and, nor the salt but i just know that i don't think i'd like it 
So then going on to the second thing is a cold plunge. I have done many cold plunges in my life, but I've never done it when I felt anxious. However, I know they do help because again, they shock your body and they get you to only focus on the survival and the breathing. But I I don't have a tub like that. They're literally like $10,000 or you get one that you have to break the ice every time. But I live in Canada. Walking outside is a cold enough shock for me. Um, But I heard cold plunges really, really do help. And maybe in the future... Um, as some of you know, I'm looking to purchase my first home. Maybe in the future I can I can build like a cold plunge station or something like that. And then I can let you know if that, that works. But that'll be very far in the future. But if you've ever done cold plunges, you know, I hope they work for you. And going on to the third one, anxiety medication. Now, I didn't want to touch on medication because it's something that, you know, again, I'm not licensed. I am not <laughs> capable of telling you to take medication or not. But anxiety medication, uh, that's something that I've never taken. I have taken medication for ADHD. Um, I really didn't like it. It really didn't help me. It stopped my ADHD, but it made me feel like a ghost and I didn't like it. Um, and that's my personal experience with it. I, I felt a little nauseous. I lost my appetite and I felt like I was just a walking dead person. And I figured that was not a way that I wanted to live. And that's actually when I first started taking ADHD meds, that's what led me on to my journey to trying to understand my mental health a little bit better and try to do this naturally because I wanted to understand why I was feeling anxious, why I was experiencing ADHD, why I was feeling depressed, all of that. I wanted to know why versus just stopping it. However, if you need medication, take it. It's a great idea if it works for you and if it's recommended by your doctor, only by a doctor, right? So if anxiety medication is recommended by a doctor, give it a try. You know, don't be too scared. Do the do the do the smallest dose you can that's recommended by your doctor. Say how you feel, but understand that you always have your own opinion. If you trust your body and you've tried the things that I've told you today, you're gonna have a good sense of where you are with your body and how you can handle things. And then you can say, Doc, I ain't feeling it. <laughs> it ain't for me. I wanna learn how to do this by myself, right? However, another disclaimer, a lot of people take meds and it helps them and they're still able to figure themselves out this was just my personal experience with it and i really enjoyed the way that i did it um i did try medication just not an anxiety medication (sighs) right and i'll leave you with one more tip because there's a lot of tips going on in this but i want to leave you with with one more this is a very personal one whenever i get invited to go to a party (laughs) rarely but whenever i do Whenever I I go into a situation, wherever I have to go into, because I am a social influencer, whatever, whenever I have to, sorry, that was a straw off my water. Um, Whenever I have to go into like an event or I have to give a speech or something, I plan my exits like I'm like a big thief. Like I'm on like, oh, what is that called? What is that called? Oh, like I'm scheming something. I forget what I'm trying to say, but I always plan my exits. I go in, I'm like, okay, I can leave here, here, here. And I always think about, this probably isn't the best advice, but I always think about, okay, what do I say if if I, you know, I got to go. If I don't want to be like, hey guys, I'm feeling really anxious right now. I feel like I'm going to throw up. I'm going to go now. I don't want to say that. So then I have my little ways of, you know, escaping that moment. And sometimes it's just walking away. So I always plan a way out because walking outside is is a great, great thing for anxiety. You're able to breathe a little bit better. You're not breathing everybody else's air and they're sweating and all that crap. You're able to walk out and, 
live your own life because as as much as this is everyone else's world it's more yours this is our life this is your life and you deserve to live it and be able to feel every feeling that you've ever felt even if it's anxiety and depression and everything in between it's yours and I want you to feel safe and I want you to feel comfortable and sometimes it's not being surrounded by a hundred people sometimes it's feeling alone and being outside and trying to understand your thoughts and in those moments is strength to move forward and then when we are forward we're able to battle those demons as well because we did it yesterday thank you guys very much for listening if you enjoyed the podcast please leave a rating i'm trying to get to five thousand. we'll get there and thank you very much for listening to this podcast i will see you next time bye Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.